In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com and get up to 15% off your first purchase as a member with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for up to 15% off your first purchase as a member. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. <laughs> Welcome to So Bad It's Good with Ryan Bailey, the podcast where we cover all the pop culture we love to hate, from the classic reality TV moments of the past and present to the latest Daily Mail headlines and everything in between. We'll dive into all the infamous and notorious messes you can't stop watching. I'm looking at you, Jax Taylor. I'm your host, Ryan Bailey. Want me to up for the perfect 
time they hit your brain and you're feeling it to all the girls i bought a girdle to conceal my bricks no doubt they could vouch my life was real as shit 95 south and poppy on the hill and shit and all the towns like kings that i killed with shit and all the feral ass niggas that i hustle with Throw your joints in the air one time and bust your shit these fake rappers can't really know i'm loving it you're feeling it are you this is so bad it's good with ryan bailey this is your buddy ryan this is your monday episode this is a pop culture roundup and we're going to do a couple of things before that we've got the return of becky bailey my mother she's weighing in on the let's just say it for the first time of many times this episode the scandal I'm coming at you. It's 11 p.m. on Sunday night. The Oscars have just happened. Uh, We're going to talk a little bit about that. Uh, And remember, for those of you new to the show, this show is a large show. There's a lot of different moving parts to it, but I try to put timestamps. So if you want to skip right to Sophie in the Pop Culture Roundup, you can. If you want to skip right to my mom, you can. If you don't want to listen to my mom, well, then that that sounds like me in high school. (laughs) How the heck are you guys doing? Did you have a good weekend? Was everything good? I hope it was good. Um, we are entering week two of Scandaval, and it, uh, it shows no signs of slowing down. I was really comforted. I don't know if you guys all saw that picture of Ariana at uh, her wedding in Mexico, and she, she, you know, she looked really happy, and I, I love that for her. I want everything good for her, but it was nice to see uh, um, a photo of her smiling and to remember for all of us, and I know this sounds silly, this is a silly podcast at times, but I talk about deeper things too. Life does move on. Life, life, life moves on, and there's so much to be appreciative for. There's so many good people around that, you know, life is, uh, it can be spectacular. Uh, it's what we put into it, and it kind of determines what we get out of it. Uh, I want to talk a, a couple of things. I, 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 I put that landslide, I usually try to do a fun mashup, but I did the uh, landslide mashup because... Uh, on Friday, if you guys listen to that uh, podcast, I was talking about going to see Billy Joel that night, and um, it was actually Stevie Nicks and Billy Joel. It was a co-headlining show, and in my head, like I've seen Stevie Nicks, I've seen Fleetwood Mac, I've been lucky enough, and I, you know, she's amazing. But I was like, oh wow, it's gonna be a weird pairing, and like Billy Joel, man, that that guy's a legend. It's gonna be. I mean, it, can can Stevie? keep up. Like that was my thought. That was my weird thought. And now listen to go to a stadium show. 
I don't know. Like, it's like, man, during the pandemic, we, I really got used to not going anywhere. So it took like two plus hours to go to SoFi Stadium. So much traffic on a Friday. I'm walking on a cane because of my knee. It was raining. It was like this misery. But you sit down and you see everybody around. Everybody's happy and excited to be there once you're there. And it was just uh, magical. And then Stevie Nicks got on. And I got to tell you, she blew me away. The best time I've ever seen Stevie Nicks, including the times I've seen her with Fleetwood Mac. I mean, this lady is a stadium act. And I'll tell you something else. Don't tell Billy Joel this. I like her better than Billy Joel. I mean, Billy Joel has his own thing going, obviously, always will be a fan. I mean, Billy Joel just is so unique in his sound. And Stevie Nicks, so unique in her sound. Um, her voice, I mean, there's just this insanely ethereal quality to it. And I just forgot how many bops and how many anthems and how much emotion. And I got to tell you, it was just beautiful. Uh, she also did a cover of Free Fallen by Tom Petty because um, she was really close with Tom Petty. And, and you guys know if you've listened to the show how much of a fan of Tom Petty I am. So that was beautiful. Um, and then it was like, oh, uh, don't go dragging my heart around. Billy Joel came out and they did a duet because uh, she actually sang that as a duet with Tom Petty. That was amazing. And she ended it with Landslide. Now, Landslide is that song that I think we've all had a moment with. At some point in our life there. In fact, it's so funny going on TikTok now. I think it was because I was at the show. My phone must be spying on me like all of our phones are. And it picked up. I was at a Stevie Nicks concert because that night and the whole weekend I've gotten Stevie Nicks TikToks. And it's so funny, yet so endearing and so inspirational to see all these kids discovering Stevie Nicks, Fleetwood Mac. And they're like, oh, my God, you know, she used to date Lindsey Buckingham in the band. And there's this one song called Silver Springs. And she's like screaming it directly at him on stage, which you guys know if you're Fleetwood max uh fans silver springs was left off of the rumors album and lindsey buckingham fought for it not to be released then it finally did get released and when they reunited for the chain if you um it was like a like a vh1 special or something that's when fleetwood mac came back and they did silver springs and stevie is just singing like like yelling, singing at Lindsey Buckingham, who they had this relationship. They joined Fleetwood Mac together because Fleetwood Mac was already a band. And um, the lyrics are like, you'll never get away from a sound of a woman that loves you. And it's talking about I'll follow you down till the sound of my voice haunts you. And it's just this like, holy shit. And she's just staring at him uh, in this live performance. And it was so funny to watch all of these girls and guys talk like, oh, my God. And it's like, yeah, she is amazing. But the thing with Landslide, I was just thinking about different times in our lives, right? Uh, don't worry, we'll get to the pop culture. But this is pop culture. Different times in our lives, we interpret song lyrics and art in and art in general in so many different ways. How I related to Landslide as a kid is different than how I relate to Landslide as an adult. And, you know, she was singing it and um, Christy McVie, who used to be in Fleetwood Mac, and she unfortunately passed away this past year. And uh, they were showing pictures of Stevie and Christy, and it was just beautiful. And and um, Stevie Nicks, you know, she started crying during the song. This was the first time she's performed, I believe, since uh, Christy's passing. And just afterwards, like the 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 strength of the pl- applause. You know, when you're applauding so loud because you know you're emotionally holding somebody up. You know, helping somebody get through it. 
And it was so nice. And I think that is such one of the coolest things about art is that you, when you can experience something in a communal like space and realize that we are all one people trying to get through this, there's so much sadness. There's so much loss. You don't really understand why people come and why people go. And it's those moments when you really appreciate things. But I was thinking about that lyric in Landslide, um, children get older and I'm getting older too. Um, time makes children get older and I'm getting older too. By the way, for those people that are new to the pod, you must be like, where's the Vanderpump stuff? Um, it's, it's here. You can skip to the timestamps, but that children get older. I'm getting older too. When I was younger, I used to listen to that lyric and I always thought it was somebody young trying to tell somebody of like, but I'm getting older too. Children getting older. I'm getting older too. Like I'm, I'm, I'm getting, I'm getting stronger. I'm getting more mature. Look at me. I'm, I'm growing. And then when you get older, I started, I, I was listening to a Friday and I started thinking, you know, then you can think of it in a different way of like, and I'm getting older too. Like my time will eventually come as well as you live more and more of life. And I think that's just such a unique thing about um, that song in particular and art in general is that the way you come at it. I mean, it's also the way we come at reality shows, right? It's the way, as silly as it sounds, that we even come at Vanderpump Rules. Like, you can actually uh, really believe in somebody like Tom Sandoval and then realize, oh, I've been looking at it potentially completely wrong. And it's how you come at it. What experiences you've had in your own life. Now, I was so lucky this uh, Friday, the Washington Post article came out that I, I told you guys about that I went to Schwartz and Sandy's for on Thursday night, uh, written by Emily Yar, and I really, I just, um, I, I was so happy to be included, and it sucks, I was thinking about that, it sucks when, like, good things happen, or I felt like, I was like, oh man, uh, like, I really appreciate, like, I, I love I mean, that's so cool to be in the Washington Post for somebody like me. Like, that's so cool. That's like a, that's a dream of mine. But I just kept thinking, it's like really shitty to have to be in there for somebody else's pain or something. You know what I'm saying? Like, it sucks in that sense. But I geeked out about it and I was just, I was so appreciative of that. And, and I just want to take a moment to say, listen, I'm, I'm really proud of that. Go read it. Uh, I think Emily is just an amazing writer and uh, it really shows that, it, you know, this is really exciting for me, not this situation with Scandaball or stuff, but like the fact that I've gotten to do this for three years and it keeps growing. Um, and, and, uh, I'm just like, damn, like dreams can come true, right? Dreams can happen. Like you got to work hard and you got to love it, but then good things happen sometimes. And I was thinking about that when I was watching the Oscars tonight. Um, I don't know if you guys watched it, but I really, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. And it reminded me, you know, there was a different, uh, speaking of coming at things differently last year, we were still kind of in that. I mean, I think we'll be in a funk for a long time, but it was, you know, it was so dark with the Will Smith and Chris Rock slap after like two and a half years of basically staying indoors. And it just felt like, man, why are we celebrating movies? Because the movies were really kind of released straight to like HBO Max for a long time. So nobody was going to the theaters. So it felt weird and it felt very Hollywood. Why are we celebrating rich people? 
And this year, I think it brought it back to, man, there is like some amazing movies out there. Um, Everything Everywhere All at Once blew me away. I saw it like seven or eight months ago. And the fact that it, it won all of those awards tonight, but it just so much amazing work went into that. It shows that this really is an art form. Um, and it reminded me from Top Gun Maverick to Tar to Banshees of Inna Sharon to uh, Wakanda Forever to, I mean, so many amazing things. And it gave me that little spark just a little bit, not like it was when I was a kid, when I was just so enamored and I was just so excited, but I kind of started feeling it and just reminding of like, man, movies should be celebrated. Things like this should be celebrated. Now, listen, rich, you know, rich actors and all that stuff, you know, which by the way, on Tuesday's episode, we'll talk about all the after parties. I'll get all the dirt in the next day. I have a great guest on Tuesday who was actually at the Oscars. So we'll talk all about the after stuff uh, and the pre-parties and the after parties more on Tuesday's episode. But I wanted to talk really quickly of, you know, go out and try to find those things that really inspire you that that make you want to work harder to chase your dreams and i wanted to play you this clip so for best supporting actor um we had hey kui kui kwan i don't i always mess up his name i'm so sorry uh no sorry k hui k hui kwan won for everything every everything everywhere <laughs> Sorry, you guys, I'm so tired. Everything, everywhere, all at once. But um, his speech, he was so impassioned. Now, um, when I was a kid, he was a kid, and he was in movies, Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom, his short round. He was in the Goonies, it's Data. And I was like, wow. And then he disappeared. And he just wanted to be an actor so bad. And he has spent the last 20 years never giving up. And I just wanted to play you a little bit of his speech. My mom is 84 years old, and she's at home watching. Mom, I just want an Oscar. My journey started on a boat. I spent a year in a refugee camp, and somehow I ended up here on Hollywood's biggest stage. They say stories like this only happen in the movies. I cannot believe it's happening to me. This, this is the American dream. I owe everything to the love of my life. My wife, Echo, who... Who month after month year after year for 20 years told me that one day one day my time will come dreams are something you have to believe in i almost gave up on mine to all of you out there please keep your dreams alive Thank you so much for welcoming me back. I love you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, man. I love that so much. Oh, man. Man, that's that's the best of us, you know? And that's it. Like, don't give up on your dreams. Like, I've been kicking around Hollywood for so long, and um, there's so many times I still don't know what the heck I'm doing, you know? But it, uh, you know, 
he waited every day for 20 years, never gave up, never gave up when he, when he even wanted to give up. By the way, I cut some of that. He actually thanked his Goonie brother, uh, Seth Cohen from the Goonies, who plays Chunk in the Goonies. And he grew up to be a lawyer and he did his deal for everything, everywhere, all at once. Which I thought was amazing. I remember seeing that movie like eight months ago, like I said, and I told Sandra and Medita, I was like, this movie blew me away. I would love to talk to this guy someday to interview him. I mean, that'll never probably happen now at this rate, but I just thought it was a fantastic performance. And I just, it just... You know, there's these. This, this is not a normal life. You know, like I, I don't live a normal life, and I haven't. And I, I came out here, um, not knowing anybody. I mean, we. I just. It's just wild. It's wild to think that when you're young, you have this um, not a cockiness, but an obliviousness that allows you to do stupid things. That allows you to participate in what really is essentially a lottery, and. Um, you know, I had some successes here and there with acting, but my true thing was finding this, finding you guys and finding, you know, I, the love of these shows were always there. The love of pop culture was always there. I just didn't ever know that you could do anything like this. I didn't know that there was, I didn't, podcasting didn't even exist, but I'm really happy where I'm at right now. It's like one of the most challenging things I've done in so many ways, but I'm really happy and I'm really happy I didn't give up and I didn't just, um, I don't know. There's a lot of sacrifices you make to even do a podcast. So, but mainly the thing I wanted to say though, is that that's pretty much the build up to uh, my mom, to Becky Bailey. Uh, you haven't heard her in, in a couple weeks. She's back. She gives us an update on her health and tomorrow's a big day. Uh, I, may, I think I mentioned it on Friday. Tomorrow is the, the, the results of the PET scan and we talk about it and uh, we're very open and honest about that and uh, everything that's happening. So we'll, We'll know better tomorrow, man. Uh, I mean, I know she is going to be scared all night, sure, I'm sure. But she she is just one of the bravest ladies I've ever known. And a lady that has never given up on me, that supports me with whatever I've, I, I've done, you know. And my dad as well. I want to make that very clear. My dad as well, who I love very much, uh, always supported me, always have believed in me. And and that's why the things like like being in the Washington Post or being like, that shit means so much this year more than anything else because I want my mom to see all of that. And uh, like I always joke about, she keeps track of my Instagram followers more than I do. And she'll be like, wow, she's <laughs> like really good week. <laughs> really good week so anyways there's tons of laughs in here because she gives us the whole breakdown of how she views scandal and then we talk about some you know there's some deeper things in there as well but then once that's over we're gonna do a little commercial break and then we're gonna go to the pop culture roundup which is one of the sillier pop culture roundups we've ever done me and sophie ross we break it every we do we do summer house we do winter house we do uh scandal we do oscars we do everything and then tuesday i'll be back with more Oscar coverage, whatever happens, I'll probably play the audio of the Schwartz TMZ call, which we or TMZ walk and follow that he did on Saturday. And I also want to remind you, if you're not a Patreon member, maybe consider signing up. I did a Patreon Q and A today. We did I did a two hour video and audio podcast, so you can watch it or you can listen to it. And I answered every question that was asked. It's really 90% about the Vanderpump stuff. And I tell you as much as I know. Um, and and uh, yeah, so consider going over there. Uh, five bucks a month, you can get access to that. All the summer house recaps. And that's just patreon.com forward slash so bad it's good. And consider leaving a good review. Uh, five stars on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. 
And that's it, you guys. Here she is, uh, one of the loves of my life, my mom, Becky Bailey. Welcome to So Bad It's Good. This is your Monday episode. We're going to start right off the bat with, uh, we have the biggest night in Hollywood. So we got one of the biggest stars in Hollywood who lives in (laughs) Gilbert, Arizona. Uh, You know her, you love her, uh, Becky Bailey. You you came up empty-handed tonight at the Oscars, mom. Are, Are you frustrated? Yeah, man, and there wasn't my outfit wasn't just the right one or anything. <laughs> yeah, you what what uh, what did you did you wear the the right wig tonight? No, I just wore the baseball hair hat and they, the baseball I don't think they liked it. <laughs> uh so what's going on? What's going on with you? I not lots. Tomorrow's actually the big day, so I'm a little Yeah, anxious. so tomorrow and just yeah, that's what I would imagine uh and just because everybody kind of has been following yeah, and stuff like that is that you finished the third round of chemo. You're going uh, the PET scan you did on Friday, and we get you get the results tomorrow. Correct. Just that is like the Oscars. Oscars. Yeah, yeah. I better get an award. <laughs> what uh, <laughs> at what time? What time do you have to go do that? Eight forty-five in the morning. Well, yeah, we have to go clear to Scottsdale. Oh my God! I mean, the way and that's like an hour. We'll be in drive. the traffic. Well, yeah, we'll be in the traffic to go into the Mayo Clinic. So, I mean, you know, we're joking and stuff, but I'm sure you are very anxious, right? Yeah, is this, yeah, is this yeah, going to be yeah. a, sl- a sleepless it's night for you? No. Yeah, yeah. And they'll yeah. either, either if it's not working, I guess they just go to another plan, plan B. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, uh, listen, I mean, we're all fully behind you and, and you know, I love you, but listen. Yeah, the no most... downers now. We're going to have. Yeah, fun. well, no, listen, I'm saying the most important thing. I mean, enough about the cancer and stuff like that. We got to talk Tom Sandoval. That's way more important. It's way more important than whatever you've got going on. Come on. Come on. Raquel now (laughs) says that Sheena gave her a black eye. What is with these black eyes with these girls? Yeah, Heather Gay. Another patch on your face? Oh, no. Because, well, mom knows because I would put the makeup, I put the makeup on during a show to imitate Heather Gay's black eye. And I did that at the Watch What Crappin' show. No, I I think I'm, listen, I don't. From what I I've been told that Sheena did not hit her in the face. Oh, I don't she, think so. She pushed her against a wall. So I don't yeah. know. But but listen, I I read to the audience on Friday what you texted me, and Uh-oh. you really <laughs> no no you 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 weirdly nailed it. You 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 said just to remind you what you said, mom. You yeah. Uh, Get them the, old. You, you have to remind me. You said, uh, I have a lot to say on the episode. I last watched Rachel said Tom told her she should set boundaries. Maybe he should have taken his own advice. So what you meant by that is why didn't Tom set boundaries if he's yes. in a relationship with Ariana? Yes. Yes, exactly. And, so, and, and, and there were more things in that show. I wa- I'm like two episodes behind, so sorry. I just didn't. Uh, well, hey, spoil- spoiler alert, mom. <laughs> a, lot, a lot of things happen. Like, I mean, yeah. you're, you don't, you're not going to even see them in the episode when you catch up because well, this just happened like a week and a half ago. But they said that they're still filming. But the other thing was they all go to uh, Raquel's apartment, the girls. Yeah. Do, yep. And she tells them she's. There's this cute dog over by the door. And she goes, oh, he's sick. And I guess I should take him to the vet. It was like, <laughs> you know what? Quit serving wine and cheese and take that <laughs> out. How come Peter <laughs> didn't jump on that? Mom, this is a bomb. Spoil- See, you are a couple episodes behind because what happens, though, then she actually, we find out, did does take the dog. The oh, dog had know. a, wait, the dog had a puncture wound in its neck. Oh, God. Yes, no and like, no and that's what, like, 
Because in the episode you saw, she has like, you can see like a couple dog treats on the ground and the dog and when, looks miserable. And it looks so sad. And yes. It looks like it's in pain. And she's and, and having this, her wine and cheese. This Rachel is too busy stooping other yeah. dudes, uh, other girls' boyfriends. And uh, being and a- didn't how to make money. She wants money. Well, uh, listen, we have to though say- there is a power differential and Tom Sandoval should have known mom. Yes. I mean, you can't blame it all on this rate. By the way, oh, you, no, no. her name's Raquel dumb. on the show, but her real name is Rachel. She changed it to Raquel. Right. And did you notice on that? Um, what's wrong with your eyes twitching? <laughs> oh, um, yeah. this, this is really taking it out of me. <laughs> the, 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 uh, that uh, court order shows her name yeah. Rachel. That's why I spelled it that way. And yeah. I tried type Raquel and it kept taking it away. Yeah, even so even kept, oh, even auto even autocorrect is like her name's not Raquel. It's That's Rachel. right. That's right. But what do you think as a woman that has been around men their entire lives, unfortunately? What do you think is it that I mean you met Tom Sandoval and you've met Tom Schwartz. Oh, and these and, guys yeah, can't seem to can't seem to I mean I don't even know what the word They're is. Children. But they, they have yeah. a group up. They have just not grown up. Like uh, at very first when I remember I watched the show, I didn't like Sandoval. And then I came around and he was trying different things to do things. Yeah. And then he came at the Hollywood Bowl and he took the picture of us. I mean, yeah. that was, he like, was he, we didn't he, do it. He did it. That was, I thought, you know what, what a nice, he's trying to please all of his fans and stuff. Nice guy and everything. And then this, yeah, I mean that. Oh. I mean that's why I'm I'm bummed. You, I I really like that dude, oh, and I but I don't like like him. <laughs> <laughs> but I I mean, listen, I don't like I I I Ariana's just always been so great yeah. to me and to the show, and like I just don't think. I mean, this was like I this was a now it's coming out. This was an affair. This was it's this been was a while really, too. It's been a while behind her back, and that's the yeah. part that I just like. Listen, you don't have to. Uh, be in a relationship like we know like I right. I mean I I've got I got a divorce you know you you know like yeah. it, it's very sad but you have to do what's right for you but you don't also want to be out there having a whole nother full-blown relationship and make somebody else look like a fool uh, and, and then get caught get caught yeah. he got caught he didn't he didn't yeah. reveal it he got caught yeah and, it, and then some of it took place at his own house his and Ariana's yes a co-own yes I mean, suppose that, and all those facts will come out, but it's just like, yeah. what is it with these? I mean, why do you think women are so much more capable of handling big issues? I mean, listen, you're dealing with a sickness right now and you, you know, you handle it gracefully. You have your moments, but what is it like? Cause you know, if that was me or dad, we'd be crying. Blah, blah, blah. Oh, yeah. We, you would, oh, we, you wouldn't hear the hear of it. Yes, exactly. Like I'd <laughs> be crying every day. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, my knee, by the way, my knee is bad. Like it is, this is the worst. My, my knee hurts, but Tuesday I get my next appointment. But anyways, yeah. what do you think? Why do you think women are able to handle so much more than dudes? Like, you know, women will sometimes tell you the hard truth and guys yeah. run away from that. I, I, I really am trying to figure it out for myself as well. And that's where guys get in trouble because they don't realize that the girls are going to tell the real truth. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean that listen, you know, you've met both of them now. They've both been yes. really nice to you. And I mean, you yeah, met oh, Schwartz. Dude. Schwartz was when he was hammered, remember? Oh, he was just yeah. hammered. Yeah, drinks spilled all down the front of his shirt. <laughs> he really did. But he was nice so enough loaded. to slur and take a picture with you. Yeah, he's um, smiling. He always smiles. Yeah. I mean, by the way, 
these are people that are like, I mean, you're not just a hundred percent evil. People make mistakes, but they just seem to make these insanely huge mistakes that hurt other people because Tom Schwartz, uh, just to remind you, cause I know you haven't yes. watched the full series. He used to be married to Katie. Katie, and yes. Katie, yeah, they and broke up. They broke up, but what what I think is fascinating is they were is married, right? And they they were married, yeah. yeah. But Katie made a really difficult decision, and she is the one yeah. that you know asked for the divorce. But you know, in retrospect, she did that for herself because he was going to keep cheating behind her back. Yeah. He was going to keep getting wasted, and like you saw him that one night, and she yeah. chose. Oh, he was over the board. Well, she chose a better life for herself, and that's a really hard decision to have to make. But now in retrospect, it's like, God, she got out at the right time. These guys are just maniacs. Oh, by the way, Katie's mom, I've told you this before, Katie's mom, Terry, listens to this podcast and she always, uh, she'll DM me and she'll she'll always say she's praying for you. She's always like, she's really, she reminds me so much of you, mom. Like, it, yeah, she's really, really cool. that's so sweet. Um, Well, thank you. But Ariana needs to be strong. I hope somebody's helping her to be strong. And I love it. She's got a lot of great friends. and stayed out of the public eye. I love that. Yeah, she's the only one that didn't make a statement. She, I just tell you, like, you know, Tom Sandoval. What's that? They're phony statements. Who's writing those things? Well, we think it's, I mean, I think it's mixed between a PR company oh, yeah. and, and like some of their initial statements and they've blended the two and it becomes, it comes really off. Well, the first Tom Sandoval said two apologies. His first apology yeah. was just to Schwartz and his business partners yeah. and not, not Ariana <laughs> at all. Some money here. This can't happen. <laughs> They're all mad at me now. Now, Rizit, remember, I, you know, uh, Tom invited us to Schwartz and Sandy's when you were yeah. healthy enough to come down. And now I just don't know. I mean, I told, I, know. I don't know if we can go. I went, I went the I, other day for the Washington Post, but that even made me feel guilty. Oh, I know it would. And like I said, I would just like to see it, but I understand that. You know what? Know. I'll, I'll wait in the car. Them. I don't, not, I do not want to support them. I'll wait in the car with the engine running and you can just run inside and just take well, a quick peek. Well, maybe will just be there and I don't, we don't <laughs> Well, Liz, I mean, like, listen, Sandoval is potentially, I mean, he's obviously seeing other women. Is there any interest, even though he's a bad boy, would you want to uh, date him at all? Oh, God, Ryan Bailey. No, absolutely. <laughs> well, I mean, did you, I doesn't even, we can so keep it on the down low. He likes to hide things. You know how I said Schwartz smiles all the time. Well, Tom does that mean, angry guy look all the time. Oh, I he think like that's his mo- that's his model eyebrow. look. That's his model yeah. look. Yes, 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 yes. And these PR people are trying to make everything they can out of it. That first week, they were trying to refer it to the Brangelina thing, and I just just died laughing. I thought, oh my god, somebody's trying to make some real money out of this. Do you think well, that they I'm... did it to keep the show? Because the show didn't do very good last season. Yeah, and last season, but it, but remember that was a they filmed that during uh, COVID. It was really right. hard. So, like but, no, but are they? Is this? Do you think deep down that this is all promo? You okay, that's I, that, I've been asked that. They really no, did hook up. But, okay, I've been I've been but, asked so many times about this, and and I will say. One thousand percent. This is not made out up. Like okay. I, I mean, like no, no. Like listen, Ariana is devastated. Like I, I know, you know, I know people around her. He really did do these things, and also, you know, people have got to realize this does bring the drama to the show. But these guys are idiots. After ten seasons, this thing has turned their brains into mush, 
and oh, yeah. they are making well, still <laughs> well they're making still the worst decisions that oh yeah I mean, this, you know tom's making worse decisions than jacks did in his first I season so. of the show and he's, he's alcohol and the drugs well i mean who knows i mean it just it's so many bad decisions rolled in one but it will make potentially good television and that's the sad exactly. part exactly that's the sad part it, because it is it really is but do you think he has a brain left like you said it's all mush i think it's like well it's it's together. it's narcissism i think he thinks very highly yeah. of himself oh i think so and i think when you think very highly of tom he loves you you know and i thought very highly of him and yes. he was always really nice to me yeah, and i think was. i think rachel raquel really you know idolizes him in this weird way and i think he loves that and sometimes if you're in a relationship with somebody for 9 years you yeah. know that obviously gets a little stale he's not going to feel the right. excitement our ariana's probably not kissing his ass every day like he's you know gets his ass kissed otherwise it's just like guesses i'm coming up with but I think it's he's like just attracted said, to what's that? And like you said, they were busy with the restaurant. So she wasn't getting a lot of Tom time because he was always away with that restaurant. Cause that's the, you know, I think that took a lot of their time away. And he, so he was just finding well, other. You, do you remember when he was on, uh, they were both on the show a couple of weeks yes. ago for that live show. And I asked him, I asked him at the end, I said, what are you guys doing tonight? And Ariana was like, oh, I'm staying here. And Tom was like, I got to go to the bar. And I'm like, now looking back, I'm like, I'm sure you do got to go to the bar, you know? Yeah. Yeah. But did you notice he kind of sat sideways and kept staring off into the distance and all of a sudden he would come back? That show he was on with you. Oh, yeah. I think I think he was probably just looking in the mirror. Who knows? Um, (laughs) But but uh, I. I don't know. I just keep thinking uh, it's just it's just weird. But the other thing is, th- this is so not fake in the sense that that business really does exist, and it really could potentially harm that business in the long oh, run. So. The His name's is- on the door. Yeah. Oh, I think so. One hundred percent. Now, how about Tom Toms? Will that affect that? Because that's both Toms. Well, Tom, no, remember they, well, you don't remember because you haven't seen all the episodes, but they only each own 5%. Yeah, I knew they didn't know. So they only own 10%. And I think Lisa's trying to buy them out anyways. So, but I um, didn't know the name would hurt hurt it. No, I mean, I, I don't know. People will still show up even with. You know, that and that place is a lot bigger than Schwartz and Sandy's. Yeah, that I read an article. It said it's only a one room. Is that right? Yeah, it's only one main room. And that's why I was kind of confused how much money they sank into it because it just seems so hard to be able to turn around um, you know, people for for you know money to keep money going in there every night. There's only so many people that can fit in there, and there's only so many times you can turn it over for like yeah, new customers yeah. for dinner, and then the bar yeah. area. Is not, you know, so I, I would just be curious how much money they can really bring in each night. That's so I feel I like they're already to... set up for failure in some ways. Yeah, that's not, that's not going to bring them a lot. And the kitchen is probably bigger than the whole restaurant. <laughs> well, I mean, Tom's been in this relationship, like for what we know, seven months, but potentially longer. And I feel like he has accepted yeah. that he's in a relationship, but Ariana is just catching up to this about a week and a half ago. She yeah. might've had suspicions, but she didn't know. So like, I love people like Ariana just needs to get out there and date. And I'm like, Ariana needs to grieve no. her loss you, first. I mean, yeah. like, Oh, that's good. You're right. You're right. She needs to have time and she to be left alone. Now, Tom, they can sock it to him. He said, oh, everybody, <laughs> you know, it's like, no, you, you and, and Raquel need to pay your dues, pay the fine. 
Well, yeah, if you were this Rachel girl, like, and, and, and I've been around her a lot. I just, I always say she just seems so uh, vacant in the eyes and she's always been nice, but she's never been, she's just, I just, I can never get a read on her personality, but I mean, how does she even manage to continue to be around these people knowing that they all lie to everybody? Oh yeah. They all just dislike her, I think. And, and it's just like, but she said something on the one show about like, she's out of college and now her dad won't pay her bills and she's got yeah, yeah, yeah. Money. And so that's why I thought, oh, this whole thing is a publicity stuff for her to earn money. You know, she's well, trying to get a court case against Sheena and she's well, she's I think part of that is is her like she says in her statement that she is not a victim, but then she goes on to tell us all the ways she is a victim, she's including a victim. including whatever happened with Sheena, which you know, the yeah. court the, the the hearing will be on the 29th of March. And I just don't uh I, I just I just think it's a really weird thing to then involve um, the law in something. And also, I mean, what is your thoughts on this, too? Is that like at a certain point, I never think violence is the answer. But if you do something egregiously wrong, is there a chance that you like if I do something really bad, there's always a chance somebody's going to hit me? You know, like, I mean, oh, gotcha. I like. But you know what I'm and saying? People are like crazy. Like, who knows what Sheena, if Sheena was like going insane, like if you do something really wrong, violence is never the answer, but you, things, you will reap what you sow. Oh, absolutely. And then who's paying her lawyers? If she doesn't have any money, how's she hiring lawyers? <laughs> it's probably, San, Sandoval's probably taking care of her now, you know? Well, that's true. Well, he can't have much. His parents, <laughs> isn't he embarrassed in front of his parents? Well, listen, his mom was just on the show. 000. Yeah, his mom was just on the show the other way. And like, that was a, I thought that was such a beautiful moment, like him and his mom and stuff like that. And I, I, I said this on the show and I've said this to you before, because I said, mom, if I ever get accused of murdering somebody, you gotta, and you think there's a chance I did it. You gotta just turn me in. Don't like, I know that's the big thing is like mothers protect their sons and stuff like that. Don't protect me. Like, don't no, like no, no. wrap me out immediately. And oh, all moms out there should like, I feel like that his mom should just spank him. Just take him over his knee and just oh, give him yeah. a good whooping, you know, a spanking. I just read this book, Mad Honey. It was in our book club and the mom and it was a, her teenage son. He was, you know, on trial for murdering this girl and she didn't quite believe him. So she let him, ten, I mean, she had her brother come in as a lawyer, but she wouldn't go either way and say and that was the right thing to do they finally figured out after everything that it wasn't him but it took somebody else confessing but it was just interesting thought with what you just said yeah i mean i just think any moms listening with young sons like just let them know today that you will turn them in like don't oh, yeah. like, i feel like you there should be punished like if i've if you know a mom finds out their son's cheating like this or like her harming somebody, moms need to step in, even though you yeah. love your kid to death. You, you know, like you, you gotta, yeah, you gotta teach them values, and and that's what quite a few of those people on that show don't have. And then back to DJ James or whatever, <laughs> DJ name. James Kennedy, yeah, that, that fake look where he looks for her and he then he runs over and kisses that he's done it like four times now. Oh, yeah, oh, that was the other. She's the love of my life. Well, that was the other thing uh, my mom said in this text. Said, um, uh, 
Tom said he hoped the restaurant did well, two things. He said DJ keeps searching for Raquel in a room. And when he spots her, runs over and fake kisses his new girlfriend, which he does. He's like, she's the love of my life. Oh my yeah, God, she's yeah, so yeah. beautiful. Oh, oh, oh. Um, and it's and you all funny. And you also said Tom said he hoped opening the restaurant didn't cause a breakup between him and Ariana yeah. like it did Schwartz and Katie. Now, right. at this time, potentially, this affair was already happening. So uh, do yeah. you think... Do you think maybe he put that out there because he was laying seeds that he was going to like break up with her at like after the reunion? So he was like, listen, listen, I I said it all. I, you know, I just, it it got too much. It got too much. Yep. Yep. He will. That's, that's a good thought there. Cause it was just so, it was like a planted in there. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was super. So these are all really bad people, but like, you want to raise your kids with extreme values so they don't get on a reality show or start a podcast and then you're you're good to go, right? Well, why can't they start a podcast? <laughs> it's, well, it's a, it's a very sad existence, mom. You know that. Um <laughs> so, so uh okay, so did you watch any of the Oscars? I know it's still going on as no, we speak. No, I I was cooking dinner, so I I kind of I only like the first part where they show all the uh them coming in on the red carpet, but then oh, the red carpet, yeah. up to beige. So I couldn't watch it. I like red better than I Wait, 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 wait. You refused to watch the red carpet because they I'm changed it to beige? Just, <laughs> it didn't well, match any of the outfits. It didn't highlight the outfits. Well, you and dad, part. you and dad used to love watching that Joan Rivers fashion uh, police. Oh yeah. I forgot about that show. She was hysterical. Yeah, she I miss was, her on the red carpet uh, in I the Oscars. Do. That was always amazing. She, yeah, they don't have a real solid person. They keep jumping around to these different groups depending on what channel you have on. And, yeah, I never uh, like any of the hosts for any of these things. I was yeah, watching a couple it, different channels and nobody really, it's always just, I'm like, how did you get this job? Like, I mean, like, yeah. that's the kind of job I would love of like, you know, these people, they it's also like canned. It. Yeah, it just it's it just seems so research, phony. But they you think ahead of time they would research what they're wearing, you know, especially the big stars that they think might be going to win, you know, one of for the movie or the song or what, and research and get with them and see what they're wearing so that they have a history of what they're wearing, not just and what yeah. Who are, who are you wearing tonight? Well, the the one lady. The one lady kept saying, what story are you telling with this outfit tonight? And I'm like, the story is I didn't want to be naked at this, you know. (laughs) Uh, But Jimmy Kimmel, Jimmy Kimmel was a pretty good host so far. I thought he was, he's been good. Because I don't care for him usually on the show. (laughs) He was on The Voice the other night. He he jumped. Wait, wait, mom, 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 mom. You're thinking of Jimmy Fallon. I'm talking Jimmy Kimmel. Oh, that's right. Yes. Yeah. Uh, But Yeah. But Jimmy Kimmel, I went to ASU with his brother, John Kimmel, and John Kimmel writes for his brother. Oh, yeah, he's he's uh, yeah, really, really good guy. But uh, uh, yeah, that's that's pretty much it. But uh, what else is going on? Anything, anything? Um, Nothing exciting. Uh, Kara's in-laws are here and she just got finished with Uncle David. So she's got a a oh, but she finally I think I told you this got the Taylor Swift tickets and. Yes, it was a miracle that she got those. Some and one of her really good friends, her high school daughter, texted her mom. She said, "I know Kara's looking for him." And she said, "My friend just said they opened up some tickets like ten minutes ago." And Kara jumped online and got tickets for her and Addie. Now you remember, it wasn't Addie that wanted to go. Yeah, 
my sister wanted to go more than that because I was like, Addison, do you want to go? She's like, eh, I don't know. Yeah, and I listen, hey, we can kick Addison right out of there and I'll go with my sister. I want to go there to that show. Go. Jeez. Um, so that's next Friday, right? Or this Friday? This coming Friday. And oh, and then you saw her spring formal dress. Yeah, she she's, I mean, it, was she, she's she 14 years old. Me. She's dressing like a, a, oh, no, no, bear, a lot of leg, a lot of leg, well, too much leg. No, well, that that's going to go right along with what I'm going to tell you. I was over there last week and she brought it down to me and she said, Nana, can you fix this and sew this seam up? It's too high. And she Thank said, you. I don't look good. So like 12 inches, it's going, because there's two slits in the front. And she said, I don't feel comfortable wearing this. She's a good girl. She's well, being yeah. Right. The, the she lower, the lower, right. the in the lower, the inseam, the closer to God. Is that what it yeah. is? Is that how that goes? <laughs> yeah, that's, that's how they, yeah. Especially if they're related uh, to me in any way. So, uh, and then I'm just waiting because, uh, you know, uh, my ex's mom, you know, had a, a spill. So I'm waiting. Oh, did to... she have a, another attack? <laughs> yeah. Well, and it's like real. So I, I I'm waiting to see when I have to get Brooklyn, you know, so I'll tell, I'll tell you that off oh, the, yeah, we'll have to uh, go. Um, yeah. I'll tell you that off the show, but yeah. Oh, yeah. The other day I said, man, she's still going to grandma just turned 99. That's insane. Wow. Did you see the picture? Did dad send you the picture? David? No. Or dad just had her, you know, called down and, and got her hair cut. And uh, she looks real cute, but she's just 99. Just happy as a lark. Is David bringing me some wine when he comes? Yeah. I mean, she's, I mean, dr- I don't care. She drinks heavier than I do on any. Like, I mean, like, this is crazy. She's 99 I, years old. Like, I, I, I feel like she's going to start smoking. There you go. Yeah, that's never been a thing. It's potato chips and wine. Dang, that's wild. Um, God, I mean, I can't imagine till ninety nine. That's I'm so I tired my, right now. Yeah, I'll, I'll be I'll be lucky if I make it to seventy nine. No, no, no. Well, I mean, listen, I, it's 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 uh it's wild. Wait, wait. I did want to ask you one last thing in terms of um, splitting up with people. When I got divorced, uh-huh. how did that? you know, uh, this is a little personal, but how did that feel? I mean, what did you feel about that situation? Because, you know, you know, that's another thing you, that's really hard because when you bring someone else into the family, they become part of the family. Yeah. So it was very difficult to navigate and not her, of course, you know, we've been with you for a year, a hundred percent, but you know, your, your ex was very special to us as well. So it was very hard to navigate those corners. And at some point it got too hard for her and she wanted to completely shut it down. And that was hard. Yeah. No, you, and you're talking about shut it down in terms of general communication with the family, not me. Yeah. 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 Oh goodness. Yes. No, but you you guys did the right thing. You went to counseling for several years. I mean, you tried, you kept trying and yeah. it just was not meant to be. Well, and those feelings never, that's the hard thing is people They'll expect. They'll never go like, away. Well, that's what I would imagine, even with Ariana and Tom or whoever we're speaking about, these yes. feelings don't really die. Like, I, I no. think there's like some, some. She'll uh, always about Tom and hopefully yeah. Tom will think about it. I don't know if he has that much memory left. Well, yeah, I think Tom's going to think about her later and, and deeply yeah. regret his actions if he doesn't oh, already. Yeah. But I, I think those feelings don't go away. I always thought that they automatically shut off like a switch and that's just not the oh gosh 
Did the you truth think- about that. No, I mean, it's just, you know, there are, you know, you always, you carry that with you for the rest of your well, life. Absolutely. That was a, per- that was part of your life, but it's just like you remember certain people in grade school or high school or college that you were really close to, you weren't married yeah. to them, but you still have, you'll have memories of them. And so how it, it's, it's tenfold that when you're married to someone. Are you talking about the people I slept with in elementary school and high school and college? What are you talking about? What are you? Ryan Bailey, you know, bad boy tonight. Wait, mom, you know, they call, you know, they call me the the bad boy of podcasting. That's right. That's what I do. I see why now. I'm the bad boy of podcasting. That's exactly. Uh, Well, I love you. Uh, I, I, I praying and we're all praying and no matter what, everything is going to be okay. Regardless, we're going to figure it out. And I can't wait to be with you again. And yep, uh, coming for the holidays and yeah, so I will be good. Uh, yeah. Okay. Well say goodbye to everybody, mom. Bye everybody. And thank you everybody for your support and love. Yeah. Oh, by the way, I talked to, uh, or I did, uh, I, I sent a message to Kim this weekend who gave you the ver- the hug oh, and yeah, yeah. you went to the bar. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I'll, I'll talk to you. Uh, I'll talk to you tomorrow. One second. Okay. I, I love you. Okay, you guys, we will uh, we'll be back with Sophie in just one second, but I wanted to take a moment to talk about our sponsor this week. This week, we are sponsored, So Bad It's Good is sponsored by Factor, uh, and that is America's number one ready-to-eat meal kit. And I'm not joking about this. I don't know. I, I they've, they've, they've been a sponsor on this show before, and what I think is cool is that Okay, listen, I'll just be honest with you. I'm lazy, you guys. I mean, I'm not lazy at this, but I'm lazy at a lot of other things. And I really will eat whatever's in front of me. And I've got to be careful about that because I got to learn. I got to put good things in my stomach. And I was working out with the trainer before I hurt my knee. And we were talking about meal plans. And he was like, dude, you got to do factor. And I was like, dude, they're one of my sponsors. And then we high-fived and hugged. We didn't do the hug or the high-five, but he did recommend Factor. And I was like, that's crazy. They're one of my sponsors. But you can get nutritious chef-prepared meals delivered straight to your door, leaving you time and energy to tackle everything on your to-do list. I mean, that's really it. You get to pick from options. They deliver it to your door. The meals are delicious and they are under 550 calories um, and it, it's just amazing. You can look and feel your best in time for warmer weather. And my gosh, we need that in California. It has been raining nonstop here. But a lot of people like me are too busy to cook and I'm just not good at cooking. So with Factor, you get to skip that trip to the grocery store. You skip the chopping, the prepping, the cleaning up too. Factor is also fresh. It's never frozen. Meals are ready in just two minutes. So all you have to do is heat and enjoy. And then you're thinking, well, that's probably just, that's like cardboard. It's going to taste like cardboard. Guys, it doesn't. I They sent me and my parents a whole thing because my parents even got into this. Factor has delicious flavor-packed meals to help you live to the fullest. Now get this, you can also choose from keto, which I did. You can do vegan and veggie. You can do calorie smart and you can do protein plus options on the menu each week. Like I said, they're prepared by chefs and it's approved by dietitians and my trainer. Each meal has all of the ingredients you need to feel satisfied all day long. And what I like is that like they don't, it's not just like some protein bar. They make it good that you're eating a meal. So you have 34 chef prepared dietitian approved weekly options 
Every week, there's always something new to try. You can enjoy meals for any time of day with breakfast options like egg bites, smoothies, and more. Plus, you can replenish your snack supply because they have an assortment of like 45 plus add-ons you could also add. Um, And listen, you got to cut back on the takeout. I know, I know. I love it too, but you got to. Put the takeout money into something that's going to make you look and feel good. Get Factor instead. Not only is Factor cheaper than takeout, meals are ready faster than restaurant delivery. You put the time and money you save towards planning activities for when the weather warms up. So eating vegan or veggie is also a snap with Factor. Each meal, like I said, prepared by the chefs. Factor Meals has all of the ingredients you want, nothing you don't. Um, and if you're looking to mix up that vegan ve- ve- veggie option, you can also add a protein to it. So get Factor and enjoy clean eating without the hassle. Simply choose your meals and enjoy fresh flavor-packed meals delivered to your door. It is ready in just two minutes, no prep, no mess. So head to factormeals.com, that's F-A-C-T-O-R-M-E-A-L-S.com slash SoBad50. I'm going to put this in the show notes as well. Go check it out for yourself. Don't just say no. Go check it out. Do it for the show. Do it for me, but also do it for you. Use code SOBAD50 to get 50% off your first box. So that's code SOBAD50 at factormeals.com slash SOBAD50. 50% off your first box. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the beginning of your week. We are just uh, wrapping up the Oscars It is after the Oscars. Sophie Ross is joining us today, even though it is like, uh, it's like, it's gotta be like 12 o'clock there or something insane. Sophie, welcome back to the show. You, I, I, I'm, I've not talked to you since two weeks and the whole world has exploded. I know we have a lot to catch up on and yeah, it is 1140 PM here. The Oscars just finished. I also just got back from the Dominican Republic. I don't. Of course it. you did. Of course so, you went to the Dominican Republic. The DR, I, yeah. So when I texted you, we were like originally going to record before the Oscars, and I got home around like five ish, and then passed out. And I texted. I set an alarm for seven, <laughs> which is what we said. And then I texted yeah. you, and you were like, "Actually, I was like, do you want to do after the Oscars instead?" And you were like, "Yeah." And I was napping anyway, so this is awesome. <laughs> this is well. Better. I mean. Oh, we'll probably get to the Oscars at some point, but everything, everywhere, all at once. Uh, amazing. And Austin uh, Butler didn't win. Uh, hey, Austin. Oh, by the way, this is the first time Austin Butler's ever used his real voice. He's like, fuck this. Fuck it. I can't even believe it. Fuck this. I used this voice for two years. Fuck it. <laughs> and Jamie Lee Curtis won over Angela Bassett and you know know, you know those Beverly Hills ladies are taking credit for that win you know they are that was that was very disappointing that was it was and I love Jamie Lee Curtis but I I think but I love Angela Bassett and it was her time and I think for the roles that we're actually looking at here like everyone keeps saying Jamie Lee Curtis had like three lines and everything every everything everything everywhere all at once once, or e-e-a-a-o well, you know what I feel like she won the award for? For being a really big supporter of other people. Like, she was like, yeah, to everybody. And I think she campaigned in that way of like, Jamie Lee Curtis, so great, so nice. She is talented. Nice. I mean, she is that, you can't really say a bad thing really about her. But Angela Bassett is such a different, I mean, you can't compare actors, but Angela Bassett has such gravitas gravitas in everything that she does. And she should have won it for Tina Turner way back in the day. 
Um, yes, that's what she was nominated for, right? She was she's yeah. been nominated before. She just hasn't. Won. Yes, yeah, she should. I mean, that was she was nominated for best actress for playing Tina Turner and what Slove got to do with it, and she was just so amazing. But listen, I mean, and she's I just love her. I love her so much. Nine and, and talks, I... everyone. If you're not watching it, wait, not wait. What is it? It's the show that she's in, nine one one on Fox, and it's also like, I forget she's house. on a TV show too. Yeah, it's like a procedural drama. Love it. Um, <laughs> I'm a little bit behind, but it's a great show. And um, wait, did anything happen in like the first hour of the Oscars? Because again, I well, or nap, and I didn't start watching until nine. I'm gonna butcher his name like I do every time. Kei Hu Kwan from Everything Everywhere yes. All at Once. He won Best Supporting Actor. And I've loved that. Like he was a little when I was a little kid, he was a little kid in Indiana Jones and the Goonies. And so it just meant everything to me. And it was all about not giving up. This dude has waited for his moment. And he I just thought it was so beautiful. I just he really his speech oh. moved me. I just thought it was great. But listen, the Oscars don't mean shit really, because the I mean, we've been this is going into week two of, I don't even like to even call it Scandaval anymore, but I need to know, and you've probably oh talked about this already, but what the hell was going through your mind Wait. when you, this all happened? I know we're going back a bit, but come I on. Know. I know. So first of all, again, I was in Dominican Republic for a wedding um, this weekend. And I guess there's a bank that like, crashed like silicon valley bank like shut down yeah yeah. yes and and we're you gonna bail it that? out you heard about this yes are it's you kidding me like a finance bro no 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 you know what I, I i listen to up first podcast every day it's like a 13 minute podcast and it keeps you like three top yeah, stories of the day and that's one of them but also i think i thought initially i was hearing the story and i was like oh my god there's a run on the banks because of tom and ariana that's i was no. like oh my god it's no, affecting the financial god. district Everyone, so all of the bros, because basically it was my boyfriend's um, friend who got married, and all of the bros were like freaking out about the bank. Yeah, and, and I was like, "Here is why Scandaval is actually a bigger deal than this bank shutting down." Like, I was like, "I don't understand," but. I know that Scandaval had more international implications than that. Well, I mean, you were in the DR. Was there a heavy vibe in the DR? Was it, I mean, it, it, did it try? But, but somebody t wrote me on, a, on an Instagram post going, oh my God, we heard about it over here too. I'm, I'm in a small English village. And I was like, it's reached small English villages? Oh my it's God, yes. small English villages. It That's wild. It is literally worldwide. It was like Andy said on Watch What Happens Live that it was like, Literally on the CNN homepage. Oh, Andy had such. Andy and Lisa have such boners right now. They are like. They I do, mean, like but also like there was no good. Like I was hoping that there would be more tea from Lisa, and there was dude, really nothing. Lisa, you really get the sense watching Lisa and watch what happens live, you guys, that she doesn't care care about these people. Like you know what I'm saying? She's like, a darling, we oh cheat. I mean, come on, get over it, please. Because I was like, I bet Lisa's dipping in like the Nicolane pawn. She's always with that designer, Nicolane. Nicolane, yes. we've got to put necklaces yes. on this dog. Um, so what did you feel about it? What did you think initially about it? Oh, my God. Okay, so first of all, I, um, Christy from the X Knows All podcast was so nice to invite me on for her like emergency press conference episode when this happened. So some of my like raw thoughts I had on um, X Knows All podcast. So listen to that. Um, 
But yeah, it was shocking. I remember seeing the TMZ headline. First of all, when I see a TMZ headline, I'm like, this is true. Unfortunately, if TMZ is reporting it, it's true. Like it just says. I I hate, I mean, like I hate those push alerts, but at the same time, and TMZ got another huge exclusive on Saturday following Tom Schwartz around LAX. Oh yeah. And Tom's like, oh man, you know, man, he's, you know, he just, he feels bad. He's like a dick. And I guess he kind of is, but who knows? I don't know. know. Oh, and I love Ariana. I love her, man. Like it's so like, okay. He's such a doofus. But yeah, I mean, first of all, seeing that Ariana and Tom split, that was like my brain registered that first of like half of the headline. And then allegedly because of affair with Raquel Levis. And I was like, wait, like it just like wasn't clicking. And obviously it's just been like insanely shocking. Not in the friend group. Katie said, not in the friend group. And we're still yeah. like, that was to Schwartz. And now it's like passed off to Sandoval. And I feel like we're giving almost Schwartz a pass when I feel like we need to hone in on Schwartz. Like, I feel like this is a dual yeah. betrayal. These guys are schmucks on schmucks. There's no way that Schwartz only recently found out. Like they're trying to make us think. That's I the thing. I don't believe it. I don't so the official it. line, you guys, is he's only known for a month. But then I was being sent photos of, okay, so he has this girlfriend called Joe who's like not really his girlfriend but it kind of is his girlfriend his roommate yeah so somebody has access to her instagram account and was sending me all these photos and all that stuff and there's tons of photos with her and rachel raquel and And like so they're good friends and are you telling me like this is like that whole friend group it really did seem to blindside everyone but there's something in me now that's going I'm really suspicious and it feels like they were potentially doing weird double dating that they were all sneaking around with each other. There's no way he only found out a month ago. Like I just refuse to believe that if it's been happening for seven plus months and people are even saying, so there again, their official story is that it's seven months started last July, but now everything is coming out that apparently they were the ones hooking up at Coachella. And well, but Sophie, remember, I was at Coachella with them. I remember I was with them yes, at Coachella. So wait, do you have any like Dude, specific memories of them? I, li- I, I, I was too busy making out with Tom Sandoval to ever pay attention to anything that was going on. No, listen, I I did a two-hour Patreon about this. I, okay, I saw Ariana and Tom like making out. Like Tom was like, it was, he wanted everybody to have a good time. I remember Rachel like, it just, I could never get a beat on her personality. She's just always so vacant. She's nice. Yes. But like, I didn't see, like she was hanging out. Like Sheena was there. Brock was there. Uh, they're like a whole crew of them. And I didn't like, I went, I remember just going to the porta potties with Tom and Billy Lee and like all, there was never this moment. Like I just, I uh, keep thinking he wouldn't be this brazen, but listen, he's obviously a, a dick and he makes horrible decisions. So it could have been going on then, but that's last April. How about and- like- the two statements for him. Well, I mean, listen, if you're going to apologize, I think, you know, you want to shoot for just one statement. Yeah. And, and also on that one statement, you yep. want to think who, even if you're trying to think logistically, who, who do I owe the biggest apology to? And he, he, he went with Schwartz. That's who he owed the biggest apology to. And then it was his business partners. And then days later, he realized he left out Ariana 
and like needed to do a whole apology and saying like, oh, we shared, you know, we shared a lifetime of love and like, but not enough love for me to not embarrass her uh, publicly with an oh, entire horrible situation with Raquel of all people. I love how the first, so the second statement was clearly like the PR one, PR manufactured one. Um, the first one, when he's like, he opens it like, Hey guys, I know you're angry with he me. Goes, with hey, are. Hey, he couldn't even, hey, he hey. couldn't even spell out like Y O U apostrophe R E. <laughs> he's like Prince all of a sudden. He's just using letters and figures. Right. Gotta, gotta save time however you can, I guess. Um, but yeah, just really, really, really wild. And Raquel had like two statements of her own also. Like, did you notice her second? Did you notice her statement also had part of it in bold? Like the PR person added those things and she copied and pasted it into there and forgot oh, to I take the bold off. Go like there's weird watch. sentences that are in bold where you can tell PR added their notes into it or Tom or whoever was helping her. And pasted it. Yeah. You can, t- I mean like, unless she took it down, but like that was somebody pointed that out to me and I was like, Oh my God, you're right. It like fully is in a different like bolded. Uh, yeah. You know. I see it now. Yeah. Oh my God. That's so funny. So like, Okay. I have so many thoughts, obviously. And of course, like we're going to the second week of this. I've had a lot of time to like ruminate on all of this. First of all, like I, they're, they're saying that they're not re-editing the show, like the rest of the season. Katie, by the way, Katie, Katie Maloney DM'd me and told me that. That, that they are not re-editing. She well, listen. This keeps being told by different people that are more like that inside than I am. But saying that you will see, they will not have to re-edit. You will be seeing it now through a different lens. But what I'm guessing is that already we're seeing it with Rachel making a mess of her life and other people's lives. I think things continue to happen, and there is some suspicion thrown Tom's way, which we saw in the second season trailer when Sheena's like, "Are you guys in an open relationship, you and Ariana?" And you know that pops uh-huh. up. I do know that the crew. Uh, I got. I found this out. This that the crew did not know about this. There's some rumor going around that they've known for a long time. That is not the case. Um, they are. You know, they were catching up to everything, and I think. A lot of people had suspicions, but uh, you're not going to see them sneaking behind Ariana's back on camera. You're going to see like some suspicious stuff, but it turns out Raquel makes a real big mess. I think continues to make a big mess in a bunch of situations this rest of the season. Like in the preview, the preview for the next episode where Lala's like, I wouldn't trust you around a man. And she goes, well, good thing you don't have... <laughs> Wait no, so she goes. Good thing you don't have a mad. Ah, yeah, she can't. Crazy. She's like, good thing you can't have mad. She doesn't speak. She's not landing she's, on those voice. I know she's so shaky and nervous, which is something that we all used to be like. Oh, Raquel! <laughs> it turns like, out she's nervous because she's fucking it like Tom Sandoval. Now we can make fun of her. Now we can feel comfortable making fun of her. Well, Sophie, so as a woman. As a woman, like, how do we look at this, though? Because there obviously is a power deferential. Sandoval should have, like, Sandoval, like, what a dipshit. You know, she was looking up to this dude. I mean, I feel like she's making horrible mistakes. She's 28 years old. How many mistakes can you keep making? I do understand that Sandoval is the bigger schmuck in all of this. But 
do we have a right as an audience to be mad at Rachel? Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. She was friends with Ariana. She was close friends with her. Like, yes. No, that's, I mean, for a fact, and like, we're not even talking on camera close friends. We're talking off camera close friends. Like, they hung out all the time. Friends. Yeah, legitimately close friends. So, yeah, absolutely. Like, uh, I, I mean, I know that that might be, if we're to believe some of the Demois stuff, that her PR strategy, Rachel's PR strategy is going to be, or was originally going to be like, I was taken advantage of when I was in a vulnerable place. <laughs> so, like, I don't know if she's still going to go with that, but it's like, yes, maybe Tom Sandoval, you, she was in a vulnerable place, but she's also a 28-year-old. Like, if she was under 25... Her frontal lobe is fully developed at the age of 28. This was her friend. Um, yes, she was in a vulnerable place probably, but so many of us often are. And we don't have months-long affairs with our close friends long-term. And then continue to hang out with that person. Long um, partner that they live with and share a house with. Like, no. And that was also a months long, like I said, months long affair. That is another differentiator from Drivegate with Kristen and Jax and Tom Sandoval sleeping in the other room. It is different. It is different. And even Kristen said, and I know that everyone's like, I feel like some of the Bravo population is not looking forward to Kristen filming again well it's I it's funny well listen i mean like of course like i just find it i was like tom you brought this on yourself i keep saying uh -huh. we we all of a sudden are unleashing ancient evils back into the show like Jax is popping up and none of these people have the moral high ground and that's it's it's funny in its own way is they that you know they all act like it exonerates them suddenly. Yes. They're like, see, I told you I wasn't a dick. And we're like, you cheated completely differently with a bunch of people, DJ James Kennedy. Jax, we know what you did multiple times and lied. And Dodie, we know what you did. I'm not saying people don't change, but also Dodie and Stassi, I, you know, I know the show can't really say her name, but they got fired for a very specific reason. So I yeah. understand. I do find it funny from a business standpoint where Bravo's like, ah, fuck it. You know what? Let her back. Like, it's, ah, you know, like I'm I kind of like, can you get fired and then get rehired back? Like, does Dodie, is she able to sue now? Because she's like, why was I fired in the first place if I could have come back all along? I don't know. That's interesting. I feel like there is a consensus that Kristen at least directly relates to the situation, to Scandaval, what is happening. Like, she is, um, it's her ex-boyfriend it's her ex-boyfriend's ex-fiance having an affair with her ex-boyfriend. Like, she is, like, directly involved with Stassi. I mean, Jack. this is the multiverse. This is, like, multiverse is. things are happening. This is but the real I everything, everywhere, all at once. Wait, we've got to remake that poster with, like, just Dodie as a character, yes. Tom, and right. I mean... Do one of your signature, like, Photoshop jobs. <laughs> no, Tom, dude. Tom, 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 Tom. I'm on my last fucking legs with any of this. I mean, like, it is it is so... Well, and the sad thing is, you got Ariana over here not making any statements. She's like, try, like, and from all accounts, and from what I heard, she truly is devastated. She has a good support system around oh. her that, do, that don't... She has not been left alone. She has people with her at all times. And this is a real... But, like, 
it's just wild that I just keep thinking, how is the behavior worse in the 10th season than it was in the first season? These people have not grown up at all. But that's what makes Vanderpump. Vanderpump. Vanderpump is Vanderpumping really at such is, a level right now. This And I was trying to describe it to the people who thought that the Silicon Valley Bank shutting down was <laughs> a bigger deal. Um, <laughs> like, I just picture you in like a circle of finance bros and you're like, I'll tell you what, you guys, what you need to start figuring well, out is this Tom Ariana. That's literally what it was. While they were trying to explain like what happened with this bank. With the bank runoff or like whatever it's called. I'm like, I don't know what's happening. But anyway, um, <laughs> now I forgot what I was about to say. No, the bank runoff, though, I will say oh. this really quick. Is the government's going to bail out another bank? Yeah, is are. the government going to step in and bail out Tom Sandoval and his band? Like, I no. mean, who's going to go see that band now? Who's bailing out Tom Tom and Schwartz and Sandys? Dude, I mean, what an idiot. Maybe that Greg guy was not so evil after all. Maybe Is that Greg guy. going to Tom Sandoval and the most extras in Orange County tomorrow night? Don't forget to bring your tomatoes. Tomatoes. Oh, my God. Zobie, look what's up. Uh, look, a shop-wide world of Ack made me Wait, a... I am she, obsessed with that. I need look it. Look at this. I need it. She, dude, she... I didn't even ask for this. This just showed up. She has the apology. It has Raquel, Andy, tomatoes. And then it has DJ James Kennedy crying over here. Like, look I, at this. I need that more than I've ever needed any piece uh, of problem. It's great. At shop-wide world of AK. She's amazing. I think she's going to come on the show. But she is so... I need that. It's like when you want to wear your pain, this is what you wear. I need it so badly. Such a conversation um, piece. I would have worn that to the know, Oscars. Going to Tom Sandoval and the most extras. <laughs> um, oh, but what I was going to say is that this friend group or this show has always been about lying to each other, cheating on yeah. each other, hooking up with each other. That is what made the show so successful to begin with. It just, it only feels... Right. It feels natural. And yes, it, it obviously is a horrible situation. A lot of people are hurt and affected by this. Of course, Ariana and also the staff of the restaurants that people are potentially boycotting now, which again is like. Yes I and no. I was at Schwartz and Sandy. I was at Schwartz and Sandy's on Thursday night because I had to do an interview. Somebody wanted to interview me there. And I was like, oh my ah. God. She, it, it was for the Washington Post. I couldn't say no. And then, but it was, it was. Uh, it wasn't packed, but I will say the the weekend, I guess, was packed. And Schwartz was like, I guess, like I had a couple friends that went and he was going up to each table and saying, thank you for not canceling me. Ah, oh, shucks. Ah, oh, shucks. You know, oh, and I think that God. is, I mean, who knows? I don't think the business is going to do well long term, but people will, people love mess. So you never know. People just yeah. show up to see if something's going to happen. But Tom Sandoval says he's taking a step back, which I was like, hey, doofus, you were going to take a step back regardless because you had to go to Winter House. But I'm hearing he's not in Winterhouse, but Schwartz is in Winterhouse. So wait, did Sandoval like pull out of Winterhouse? Like, wasn't he originally supposed to go? He originally, dude, they were supposedly hosting it this season. Schwartz and Sandoval were the hosts of Winterhouse, and it was going to be ba they were hosting the week. And um, and the other big news by and this brings Summerhouse into it. Kyle is there, but Amanda is not there now because mm. I'm hearing allegedly she might have COVID. There was some breakup rumors, and there's been a lot of Demois crap about that. But I think she got COVID I and had to hang the back. Crap! What is it about? This was like two weeks ago. It was like a it was like Cookie Monster, and I thought it was yeah, initially about Maya and Oliver, but it turns out people were like, oh, it's about Kyle. And I'm just praying, like, I don't... Wait, Amanda was acting really 
weird on Instagram on stories. No, on oh. Instagram stories the other day. She was doing a Q&A where she was just like acting very like, I don't know. She was, she just seemed kind of like out of it. Like she was maybe going through it. So I now see, I'm like. I got to agree with Aw. you, Sophie. Like, okay. So the other day, like I, I was drinking a lover boy watching Vanderpump and I, I said, oh, at Amanda Batula, these are actually really well-designed cans and the carrying case is like well-designed. And she wrote back later, she wrote, I love you. And that was it. And she's, I was like, oh, okay, cool. Like, it, but it was like, if you look at through a different lens, you're like, oh my God, that's somebody that actually needed a little bit of encouragement potentially. Could Kyle be stupid enough to have done the same thing that he's done a couple years ago? Could I don't he be know, stupid but enough? Even, even looking through her Instagram right now, she's posted a lot of girls pics from the summer and not a whole lot of like Kyle pics. She did she Instagram him on Valentine's Day. See, what I was thinking was that like the day before Valentine's Day, I said, Kyle, the, Kyle does the good kind of cheating where he cheats on his diet with cookie dough when he eats it in the by himself at the summer house. Uh -huh. But good, good men cheat on their diets, not on their wives and girlfriends. That's that's the lesson. Yeah, I would agree with that for sure. For sure would agree with that. Um. So also, uh, in terms of uh, their filming, they, they all of a sudden went back, picked cameras up because this is a TV show and they are making money. Uh, we're going to have a Sheena Raquel also hearing on March 29th uh, due to Sheena allegedly hitting Raquel in the face. Have you been following any of the uh, her black eye stuff? Because Wait, a lot of there's people are an saying, actual like hearing happening March 29th. I'm going to be reporting live outside the Van Nuys Courthouse at 830 in the morning on March 29th. I'm not joking. This is really oh. actually because it's, she filed for a restraining order. I know that the restraining order happened. I just didn't know. So who has to go to the hearing? Do both of them have to go? They might not even have to both go, but I'll be there. So this is like, so what oh supposedly God. this is going to go in. It will go in front of the judge. The judge can either deny it or approve it. People are saying he's most, the, the judge will most likely deny it because it doesn't seem, you know, but, but in the meantime, they have to go. Um, they have in Los Angeles, I guess they have to, they're supposed to stay away from each other until the hearing. So, and then the judge can yeah, deny it. And that's where it could be a problem for the reunion, which is supposed to be filming now that, in two well, weeks. Then Raquel needs to just like get fired. If she, if she's going to fuck up this reunion for us, then she doesn't deserve another Bravo paycheck. Ever. Well, I feel like this is Christmas vacation where cousin Eddie gets the boss at the end of like, you're going to come over and apologize to Clark Clark for giving him the jam of the month club. I mean, you know, Raquel needs, Andy needs to go and just make Raquel go. Yeah. Cause that's if you, if you are brave enough to fuck one of your best friends, boyfriends for like seven plus months, you should be brave enough to actually face the consequences of your actions on TV. Yeah, for it, to answer for it she needs to answer for it do so. you think they could do another season of the show with tom and rachel dating and like i mean do you think that how do they I do that i don't okay yeah like how would they do that because they're apparently on the outs with the entire group i guess like sandoval can never really be on the outs with schwartz because like they own the rest <laughs> could you imagine if schwartz breaks up with sandoval yeah, I'm sorry, like, dude. I can't do this anymore I'm with you. Sorry, dude. It's just, you know, dude. how everyone's getting about, you know. Oh, man. So, like, I I guess that would be kind of like the the string that would still connect them. But it would be, 
I mean, I want to watch it. I want to watch the fallout of this. I don't know if they're going to, I don't think they're going to actually end up together. Like sometimes it does work out where it's like us against the world. Could you imagine? Could you imagine? I just don't think that. And apparently he was cheating on, he was cheating on Ariana with Raquel and then he was cheating on Raquel allegedly with other women. Yeah, there's rumors out there. But like, I listen, Dumois. I, I you know, I, I like Dumois, but even Dumois admits that like some of this stuff is probably not true. You know, yeah. believe this at your own risk. So there is like not everything you read is true. But when stuff like this happens, you're like, maybe everything is true. This is insane. But yeah. I was watching old episodes of the show. Do you know how many times people like Jax did horrific things and they all still filmed with him? Like, so who knows? They all filmed right. with. Like they, I kept wondering why they kept being friends with Jax after some of the things he did. Stassi was still hanging out with him after that first season. Yeah, no. I mean, that's why it's like, I mean, where do we draw the line? Like people saying that immediately they both need to be fired, which I have seen. What? Sorry, I'm not, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna buy into that belief at all. No, let them, let them hang themselves on national TV in terms of- well, that's the other thing, Sophie, is that like what Ariana is really good at is like she can verbalize things that Sandoval never can. So Sandoval has always had Ariana to kind of back him up and like finish his thoughts. Raquel ain't going to do that. Raquel cannot finish her own thoughts. How is she going to help Sandoval at a reunion? This guy reverts to screaming or crying instead of ever explaining himself. So he's going to have a really tough rest of the season because he has verbal assassins in Lala, DJ James yep. Kennedy, Kristen Doty, Ariana, like everybody. Like what, Schwartz going to stick cannot, up for him? He's like incapable of apologizing. And he also can't just, it's so hard for him to listen to a lashing about himself without chirping back and he won't be able to say like what are you going to say but yeah you're right it's going to be so funny when Raquel the meekest scaredest little child is going to try to stand up for herself now like it's funny because like going against like Lala the Bambi eyed bitch stuff like We all, we all like had like empathy for Raquel and we were like, oh, well, like Lala's yes. so mean and like poor Raquel. And now it's like, no, she deserves whatever she has coming to her Dude, even in terms with of Lala. Even, well, now in retrospect too, it makes Katie look like a damn like genius. Like sh- Katie got out at the right time where she stood up for herself and got yeah. out and said, hey, this is, and then for Katie to have the composure she has had when Raquel's like, I still wanted to make out with Tom Schwartz. And Katie's like, it's just too, like Katie's literally like, even Ariana was like, girl, I didn't know you had it in you. And I'm like, girl, she has a lot more in her than you even know. And Katie didn't like jump across the table and attack her. Then Katie had a lot of composure because what fool would say two episodes in a row, just come out with it. of like, yeah, I'm trying to hook up with Tom. Like how ridiculous is this? Right. Right. Like, I wonder how long they're going to try to milk that storyline. The Schwartz until Sheena's wedding, because they make out at Sheena's wedding. Oh my god! It's and then Oliver Garcelle's son comes in, and he yeah. turns out he's a creep too. He wasn't separated like he was telling. Yeah, he was girls. married. He was still married. Oh my god, Oliver, Oliver, Rachel, and oh, then too much. And then this is not going to shock you at all. I'm sure you already know about this. Going into Southern Charm territory, we all of a sudden had a, a release of information where Austin Kroll and Shep's ex-girlfriend, 
Taylor. Uh, they, Taylor, they've supposedly hooked up. And in that article, it said Taylor hooked up with Whitney, too. Okay, that is disgusting. It's okay, it's all it's incredibly all, disgusting. It's all weird, but for some reason Madison! Madison! Madison, Madison no, these two girls just appeared in my bedroom. I didn't do it, Madison. Madison, you're acting crazy. You're a crazy person. <laughs> Dude, and he him and Shep just went on that Australian vacation together, and then he comes back and hooks up with Taylor. And like really? I I wonder if Shep is mad or if Shep, like, doesn't care at this point. Like, what do you think? Well, I mean, I think he cares because he's a man. Like, this is yeah. when I think men, like, get weirdly possessive, even though they're the ones that screwed up their relationship. Right. But right. I think Shep goes, okay, good. This could potentially make me look good because he looked like a schmuck at the end of last season. And I think he's like, okay, yeah, see, I'm not the worst guy on Southern Charm. That's Austin once again. <laughs> I know Austin like will always he will always disappoint which never disappoints you yeah, know but what do you think these girls are I mean we we've gone over this so many times it's the tall thing it's that but like the tall uh, thing. is there in these shows it feels like no other world exists except for the 10 people around them like they can only hook up with these people they can never bring in yeah. anybody new it's like guys there's a whole world out there you don't have like girls do not do not lower yourself to hooking up with Austin. I say that for all women out there and men too. Folks, summer is just around the corner, so it's time to say goodbye to those jackets and sweaters and hello to shorts and tees. Now, I wanted to update my wardrobe for the long haul without spending a fortune, and luckily, I found Quince. Now, I have a lineup of timeless pieces I want that will keep me looking fresh year after year. I got a pair of tan shorts. I got a pair of green shorts. I cannot wait to style these for summer. And I gotta tell you, the quality is great because Quince has all the seasonal must-haves, like 100% European linen shirts from 30 performance polos, and versatile flow knit activewear. The best part? All Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman by partnering directly with top factories and passes that savings on to us. And Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes. So you can feel good about what you're wearing on every level. So upgrade your wardrobe. Go to quince.com slash so bad for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash so bad to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash so bad. Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card? With 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yeah, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Yeah, it is interesting. It's like uh, going back to Scandaval. Like... Why goes of back all to people, of all people, both of them, if Sandoval really wanted, and who knows if him and Ariana, like, I would not be surprised if they do genuinely have an open relationship of some sort. Yeah. That's, that's what I'm like, I don't know, because they are Listen. non-traditional in every way. So it's like, maybe they did have an open relationship, but I don't think that would allow a seven month long affair yeah. with someone in their friend group. Okay. So I, 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 when th that initially came out about the open relationship, I was like, 
Well, when I'm around him, it never seems like there's an open relationship. Ariana went on Twitter when that preview came out and just said, I want to make sure everybody knows we do not have an open relationship. My theory is Tom might have been getting weird in a couple situations. And he said, oh, no, me and me and Ariana, we have an open relationship. Like like kind of an excuse that nobody would ask Ariana about potentially. But there was a leaker. Who was the one leaking to Demois? Somebody in that friend group knew and kept sending things to Demois, and Demois didn't even post them. She got them months ago, Which and she only posted them once this got uh, once this got leaked. So who's the leaker? It was somebody in that group that who's knew. Who's the mole? Who's the mole? Like I mean, who's honestly, traitor. Like is it is it Rachel herself? Uh. Did you did you hear that one where she went to the like the Rosemead show in Northern California, and she showed up by herself? Um, and, uh, none of the other cast members were there and everybody watched and Tom was like singing to her. He had that lightning in a bottle song. And then I would march oh, by a yeah. hundred miles. And they and were I guess, wearing their lightning bolt necklaces. Fuck. I mean, what a, what a, I mean, what a horrible, I'm never going to look at lightning the same way again. I mean, how gross. I He's know. Like, you're really my lightning. You're my lightning. Like, do you you're and your lightning. dude have like special baby. things? Like, He's like, baby, you're like lightning in a bottle. It's <laughs> <laughs> so disgusting. I said, wait, I think I said it to Christy on the X Knows All podcast. I was like, I hate, I know this is like an unpopular opinion, but like, I actually did always kind of like Tom Sandoval before this. Like, I know that. Yes. A lot of people did not like him. I am not afraid to admit it. I am a little embarrassed, but not afraid to admit it that I was always kind of a Sandoval fan. And a big part of that was that he's so androgynous and like gender bending. And Christy was like, yeah, it's kind of like, you know, he's trying to go for like, like a little bit of like a Harry Styles thing. And I was like, do not ever let him hear you compare him oh, to Harry Styles. Dude, you, I would love that. I had this reporter on from the Daily Beast last week and we had recorded before the Sandoval thing broke and we were like sitting there singing Sandoval praises and she had tweeted and we talked about this. She goes, uh, Harry Styles thinks he's doing what Tom Sandoval is actually pulling off. And I was like, (laughs) when in retrospect, I was like, shit, we got to scrub all these episodes from the internet. I know he would, there's no greater compliment to him. I'm sure. A year ago this week, I released a two and a half hour interview with Tom Sandoval done at his house with Ariana in the background. Like, and if you listen to that and I haven't gone back because it's just like me, like just like idolizing this dude. And he's even talking about it. I want to point out this one moment. He talks about when him and Dodie, when they were like dating, they went on and watch what happens live and they had already broken up, but they agreed for the sake of the show to not say that on watch what happens live and to act like they were still a couple. So Tom Sandoval is used to doing some weird lies and weird things. Also, he did pay for Richella, uh, for DJ James Kennedy. He did pay for that. And I don't know. Again, adds another layer to it. But Dodie even said on her podcast, which was actually really good, said Tom Sandoval never wants him to look bad, like himself to look bad. So this was all like, remember, he got caught. He didn't come clean. He got caught. And Tom Sandoval would protect from everybody. Everything says he will protect. He wants to be known as a good guy. He wants to be known as somebody that should be celebrated. And I think this goes against everything that he wants for himself on the show at this point. Yep. And I don't think they realized how pissed. Even I am kind of shocked by how like 
violently mad people are, which again, it is a big deal, obviously. And a lot of viewers feel betrayed on behalf of Ariana. They feel betrayed that, you know, this is something that is, you know, being going to be kept from viewers during the season. Basically, it's not going to be out in the open. It's just, I don't know. I feel like people are very like betrayed by it. Oh yeah. And it's so weird because when you think about it, angry, like extremely mad. But I think we're also angry at ourselves because then when you think about it, you're like, oh, I forgot. This is a show about horrible people. These are horrible people. Like these are not good people. So why am I, 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 I'm bummed because Ariana like just, is just doesn't deserve Ariana's like the one the one likable and like genuine good person on the show. Like she really is. She, and she has been for a while now. I wasn't a huge fan of Ariana at first. I'm smarter than you. I'm prettier than you. Um, I take sketch comedy. Very very seriously. I'm sorry. Like Ariana had her questionable moments, but overall she has been so like the barometer of, of reason and truth and like, holding Jax Taylor accountable during his like last few seasons. Oh, so like, good. I mean, that was the only yeah, one. She was the only like, one that could speak clearly enough to like nail Jax to the wall. Right. And she, she is always kind of just like the arbiter of, of morality on a show with horrible people. In my it's so funny. And then Jax, you know, Jerry O'Connell was wearing a team Ariana shirt and he, and Jax goes, he retweeted that. He's like, what do you mean team? There's no team. It's just Ariana. And I'm like, what a way to change your tune, you asshole. You literally made fun of her sexuality. You made fun of her mental health. And then you use her mental health and said, you know, then he was like, I, it turns out I have mental health issues too. Yeah. Like, this guy you wrote know, Ariana. You know, when you like sprain your ankle, your- <laughs> like that, that ha- can happen to your brain. <laughs> it's good no, but like, <laughs> uh, and but Jack's um, better be careful though, because listen, you can waiting for this moment. He's been yeah, waiting but for this moment. Don't you think in very typical Jack's fashion that I get scared? Cause I'm like, yeah, man, cool. Get back on the show somehow. And then I feel like he's going to do that. And then they're going to uncover something bad about him that he's been hiding for the last two years. Oh, come on. They're not going to have Jack's back on the show. Well, he was teasing to return to watch what happens live. Did you see that on his Twitter the other day? He was like, "Yes, I saw that." Me and Brittany will be excited to come back. I don't think that he. I don't think that he would come back to the actual show. But I. But I'm sure he'll pop up in the watch what first and watch what happens live. And, and the only thing, and the only person everybody kept saying, "Bring Stassi back," and I was like, "Why? This has nothing oh, to do with Stassi. This has the show nothing. Has, the show nothing has never been more. Ex- yeah, the show has never been more exciting, and it has nothing to do with Stassi. It has and Stassi's doing that. fine on her own. We don't yeah, need, like she doesn't need her second child. Um, it is wild. So then, going on to Summer House, though, a little bit is that it is just such a depressing season. Even uh, Andrea came in, which was actually really funny. And you could tell how bad of a season it is in some ways, because that crew gave him like a five minute standing ovation. When he got in the door, they were like, yeah, Oh my God. It was like the happiest that house had been for the entire season. But then we end with a whole fight where Amanda goes crying because of one basic thing that Danielle said, we know the Danielle Lindsay Carl relationship falls apart here in a second. Kyle's being insane. Like he usually is, but it's just, it's so not fun. Are you having fun watching it? No, I'm not having fun with it, like, at all, really. At all. Yeah. Um, I felt really bad for um, Sam. I think Sam and Gabby are great newbies. Like, Dude, Gabby the newbies, is the awesome. Are good. Yeah, Gabby's awesome. 
Sam is awesome. Oh my uh, god, when Maya when Maya told Sam, Sam when Maya told Sam to stop I talking know, as much, I wasn't so that bad insane? For her. I think that Maya was actually saying it from like a good like she had good intentions. Okay. But as someone who I think that I can be that, and I think also when you're with a new group of people and you don't want there to be like an awkward silence, you try to like fill the gaps with, you know, talking. Like, I know what that's like to be like the awkward new person that maybe talks too much because you're awkward. Like, yeah. she's just a little awkward. She's not hurting anyone. Yeah. No, she isn't. And that's why I felt like bad because she really took that personally. And I'm like, Maya last season had a very not similar experience, but she felt left out by the entire group. So yeah. I'm sure she meant it in a good way. I just kind of was like aghast because yeah. Sam immediately started crying and it was, listen, I don't know. Sam is a very interesting character. We'll see what happens, but I don't know, man, each episode I'm, I'm kind of like, Oh man, it, I know. I don't it's look forward to it. It's just a bummer. Like the boy dynamic is like the new guy, Chris. Okay, dud. We already know he's a dud. And why, I mean, why not keep Alex? I want to watch him cook ground turkey more. No, I do. I actually was thinking about. So I was like, I do kind of miss Alex. But it's like Carl and Kyle are beefing, and that actually is interesting. I want to see. What, I was like dying also when when Carl was like, yeah. With the the watch what crappens guys Ben and, Ben and Ronnie's Carl impression kills me. What is, like, how they do it? Oh, it's just like I wear a lot of hats and I've been working you know ninety hour weeks. And I was like, <laughs> I'm gonna be honest with you, like I was trying to think of like if how you, you do forty work forty hours a week, like it's so. Crazy. And I was like, well, Carl does you know not have the best track record with employment. I think Carl's confusing going on these like functions where he takes pictures with everybody. All the company is about like, I, I think Carl, cause you know, there's all this other stuff that goes on behind the scenes. I think two things can be true at once. Carl might not be the best salesman in the world, but he was a good front man. You know, right. he was taking pictures. Everybody's excited to see him. So in that sense, he's like, I'm busting my ass. I'm meeting all these people. I'm the face of this company, not realizing how much more goes into it. And I just think, yeah, Especially it's not a if fit. You're VP of sales. That's like a very real and very legit and very necessary position. Like uh, some would say the the most. Like you need to be really on top of your game yeah, when you're trying to break yeah. into new markets. But Kyle also is equally an idiot as a CEO. It's like I don't know a lot about being a CEO, but I imagine one of the things is you don't talk about somebody's cocaine use on national television when you're a boss of somebody. Like you kind of keep that oh my God. behind I know, closed right? doors. When, right? when also Kyle's drunk when he's doing it. Kyle's wasted he's on martinis. Another great Ben and Roddy impression of Kyle just like slurring his words constantly. It's so fun. And then he's like, I just, I just always find it funny because I'm like, Kyle, you started this shit, man. And Danielle, I love Danielle, but it's like, everybody's like, why are we always in the middle? I'm like, because you're choosing to put yourself in the middle. Like everybody that complains about being in the middle usually put themselves in there. Like Sierra, I was like, Danielle, we told you not to be in the middle. And I'm like, Sierra, you're in the middle right now between Amanda and explaining to Lindsay. Like everybody's so full of it. Yeah. Everyone's like fighting their, fighting other people's battles. Um, this is exciting news. I don't know if you're a music fan, uh, but uh, it turns out Erica Jane is considering a Las Vegas residency. If you are like, so we got Adele in Vegas and then we might have Erica Jane in Vegas as well. 
Um, where would you think like she could fit? Like, I'm thinking like a Margaritaville, like where would, where would Erica Jane play a residency in Vegas? Because I remember, well, no, so I mean, it's gotta be something like maybe. Yeah, like I, I mean, to be honest though, even like medieval times seems like a big venue for Erica. Like she needs a smaller venue because I remember when she was at the height of like popularity in terms of her music. Danny Pellegrino, I think, went to a show in Vegas, and I remember him posting, and he was like on the floor, and he was just running around the back area that nobody was in. He was like, he was like laying down at one point, like there was nobody. There was like just a handful of people yeah, there. Yeah, like what? How? How can you have a residency if? If you don't really have fans. Yeah. Well, no, listen, you can play Erica Jane's songs, but like, really think about this. Ask yourself, what would it take for me to buy, pay, get myself to an Erica Jane concert? Like, what would it take? How much would you be willing to cost, like to pay? Like, would this be a smart move for any Vegas place for a residency? This is a repeated concert dates. No, obviously not. Yeah, I don't think so. Uh, also, in Beverly Hills news, you'll be excited to know that Lisa Rinna was at the Elton John AIDS fundraiser two nights. And by the way, she's at a table with Kyle and Mauricio, Harry Styles, and Diana Jenkins and her boy toy. I'm back. It's me, Diana Jenkins. Diana Jenkins probably paid for her ticket this year, but she was all posting. Why is, like, oh, why like, is Harry Styles at their table? Oh, sorry. 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 Harry, Harry her Hamlin? husband. Harry Hamlin, sorry. Harry oh my Styles. god! <laughs> By the way, I just I can imagine the any girl listening right you. now is like, "What the fuck?" Wait, the way I believed you, I was like, I wasn't even making. I just I said the wrong name. I didn't even mean to like fool you. I, no, I, I, I know, I know you weren't even doing. No, but the way I like actually was like, wait, wow. It, and what? Drake was Drake was at the table. Yeah, Drake was there, and uh, but uh, but Lisa Rinna, what do you what do you think about like? Lisa Rinna has now changed being a cast member of Beverly Hills for just showing up at fashion shows in weird outfits that she wants to be memed. You know, like it feels like she wants us to make like even today's outfit. She was wearing this. She was wearing this outfit that wasn't worn. It was like an outfit on the outside of her body. And I was just like, "Ah, I just don't have it in me. Like, this is obviously. Oh, that's Paul Gautier. Yeah. Like you look stupid, but I don't even want to meme this. I don't. I, I just don't. I don't. Anything for attention. Anything for attention. Do you see that one last week where she had the little uh, Lord Fontero, the little bowl, the, the, the bowl cut? Yeah, yeah. I actually, there was one. I think it was the Michael Kors show at New York Fashion Week, and this influencer that I follow that has nothing to do with the Bravo world. She doesn't even post about Bravo or Real Housewives. She's just separately. I follow her for her like fashion, whatever. And she posted a video of herself talking to Lisa Rinna. And like at the fashion show, and I guess she was wearing like reflective sunglasses, and she was like, "Yeah, you can just see yourself, huh?" I was not mentally prepared as I was flipping through this girl's stories. I see the the cast the cast photos they did Vegas and all this stuff, and I you know I'll be excited when the show I guess comes back, but I'm seeing all of this stuff, and I just. I, I think I'm just still burnt from last season of Beverly I'm Hills. I'm burnt out. I'm burnt out. Like, you know. I'm not, I'm not like, hankering to get them back. Yeah. I want the OC trailer. Yeah, this OC, guys, the OC trailer was done from, like, I talked to somebody that worked, like, it was done, like, four or five months ago. I Where did is hear, it? I did hear, like, initially that they had to go back and reshoot some things because there were certain things that weren't that exciting. 
Um, but take oh, that, God. take that, whatever, you know, what you, whatever, how you breathe. That doesn't bode well for the season in my No, opinion. but listen, there's been bad seasons of OC all the time. And, and I know you don't watch this yet, but Sophie, I'm telling you, Real Housewives of Miami this season, they had part one of the reunion. I know. I know. So fucking good. I like know. it makes you believe in housewives as a concept. Like yeah. it really is so good. It's so, it, they'll probably start rerunning it now on Bravo that it's almost done. And Real Housewives Ultimate Girls Trip season three comes out pretty soon, as well as Succession and Yellow Jackets. And I forgot last time two weeks ago I needed to get your thoughts on uh, that they said the four seasons it for Succession they're done. So they already filmed the final episode. Oh, I know I'm sad, but it's also like, I, I guess it's a good thing when, when shows go out on top. Yeah. But I'm kind of that, uh, that mind of like, you just, just run it into the ground. I don't even need it to be good. I just, I, know, I, I just, just like, it, it comforts me forever. Yeah, that is it, kind it, of like, yeah, it did feel sudden. Like yes. they just, yeah, they like just like filmed it and they're like, Oh, and by the way, like this yes. last season, I was like, "Wait, you didn't think to tell us this earlier?" No, and it's like they 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 give us all these previews, and yeah, like they just sneak that in there of like, "Oh, by yeah. the way," so now we're gonna have to watch it, and each week I'm gonna be like, "Well, it's gonna be done pretty soon. I'm never oh, gonna be able to watch it. this again." Yeah, this is and then it. Yellow Jackets is coming back on its second season, and I'm hearing oh my great God, things it's about be that. So- Freaking good. And also Top Chef just came back, by the way. The Bravo did not do a good job of like advertising it. Top Chef is just because it's like there's real reputable artists and things like that in Top Chef that I almost feel like Bravo is ashamed that it's on their network so they don't give it the proper like promotion because it's not like tawdry like the rest of their shows. It's like geniuses are it's these like, chefs. Yeah, it's like the actual like respectable Emmy winning content. They're like yes. this doesn't belong. Uh, as we start winding down here, just a couple of Oscars thing. I don't know if you had slept through this, but Rihanna killed it. You guys, sorry, but she really did. You forget what a good voice she has. I didn't even really love that Wakanda forever song until I heard it tonight. And I was like, Oh, I got to re this song actually really worked. Did you see Lady Gaga and her like black jeans and her t-shirt? Yes. No makeup. Oh my God. (laughs) Wasn't it great that they got, they let her, you guys do this little speech at the beginning of like, Hey, everybody out there, it's me, Lady Gaga. You know, we all need heroes. Sometimes the hero can be inside of you. You know, and I was like, wait, I've never seen a best song be performed where she's able to give a speech before the song. Like, that was weird. I love that. Like, thanks, Tony Robbins. (laughs) Can you imagine Lady Gaga's Tony Robbins seminar of like, walk over these coals, everybody. Let's do this. Oh, I love her so much. I love her. But yeah, I'm shocked. Just another like Oscars. Because again, guys, it is now 1230 a.m. my time in New York. And I also have not showered since I got off the plane today. So I'm going to shower before I go to bed also. But you act like that's a big deal. I don't shower for weeks sometimes. (laughs) But Austin Butler, I'm personally thrilled that Brendan Fraser, I still haven't seen The Whale. I know it was controversial. But I just love Brennan Fraser's comeback. I feel like he deserves it. I know it's like people are going to be like, but there were just better, you know, Colin Farrell and Paul Mezcal and blah, blah, blah. Yes. Yes, totally. 
But watching Brendan Fraser win after everything he's been through was very delightful for it's me. The, it's the story that you tell. Yes. It's not even sometimes the performance with the Oscars. It's the story that leads up to because yeah. it, you know that that it, it, you know Brendan Fraser has a really good story. Like he, if you listen to his story, how he started out and he was like a sex symbol, and then like you know, there's so much to his story. Kind of yeah. like the best supporting actor um, uh, from Everything Everywhere All at Once. You fall in love with their story, so their performances are amazing and excellent but also you are voting for the person you are voting for the story and that's why the Angela Bassett thing is kind of weird because I think she had such a good story as well but Jamie Lee Curtis Mm -hmm. potentially had a better story in the fact that she's from Hollywood royalty in a way she's never been nominated or won anything before so there is but what do you think about like Twitter all of a sudden took to Twitter people were either how dare you not give it to Angela Bassett or there was a bunch of people complaining that Angela Bassett looked crestfallen when she lost and I'm like of I course you're but you're allowed to you're allowed to be bummed that you didn't win yeah, something yeah. you're I allowed was, I don't think people were like making fun of her for being like a sore loser I think they were like look how much this would have meant to her she clearly was you know disappointed like very disappointed and sad um, but I just think it's so interesting. Again, I know I keep talking about the Austin Butler, but uh, no, I love please. Like, everybody circles back to Austin Butler because I just think it's so crazy. Because I'm pretty sure I didn't watch like this, or did I watch the SAG Awards? I don't think I watched the SAG Awards. Like the Golden Globes, I watched. That was on but, YouTube. The SAG Awards was on YouTube. But the yeah. fact that he swept, like Michelle Yeoh swept the lead yeah. actress awards at every show leading up to this, which is kind of like an indicator. Like, yes, the Oscar is hers. Um, with Austin Butler, he swapped also. Like everyone was like, "Yeah, it's Austin Butler's Oscar tonight." Well, especially because I thought the story was going to be also we are honoring Elvis's daughter who passed right. away after right. the Golden Globes. So I thought that was actually going to get him more votes. Yeah, I was very shocked by that. That was shocking, but I'm not going to say in the upset because I couldn't even get through Boz Lerman's Elvis anyway. And Austin Butler's, do you think his accent, do you think his accent work was like a turnoff for the Academy voters? I think at a certain point, well, I also think there's like the the Academy voters skew older anyways. I think there's a bit of like, this kid's really young. It's a great performance. He's obviously set himself up for a really nice career if he wants it. But it is also a ridiculous thing when it keeps getting pointed out that he did not have that voice before this and now he cannot lose. Like he's not a good enough act. He says, he goes, I don't know, man. It just, it just stuck with me. I, I can't get rid of it if I wanted to. He said that in an interview and it's like, well, man, maybe you're not that great of an actor then. Cause other actors can like drop the voice, get another voice. Like if he shows up in Dune and he's like, man, this sa- the sand is crazy up here, man. It's, it's crazy. What are we doing in the sand? Like, is he going to do this the rest of his career? He should just play Elvis like in like different movies. <laughs> oh man these sandworms man oh man i'm crying at i couldn't lose this voice if i wanted to this is just how i talk now yeah imagine imagine like he just like are you saying you can't do any other voices now for the rest of your career and then like can I'm he sue stuff like this like can he sue? Can thing. he sue Boz Lerman? Can he goes, man? This guy, he he made me have this voice so much, he I can't get rid. I'm a I'm a monster with this voice. I get made fun of everywhere. No, I I think I don't. Know, I think he's gonna be fine. It is just funny. Wait, can I ask this too? Why? Okay. I also didn't understand like 
I didn't understand, like, why is Cara Delevingne and Mindy Kaling, like, the film work of Mindy Kaling, like, I know she's, like, an amazing TV writer, actor, like, says, wears all oh. these hats, but what was Mindy, like, did I miss that, was Mindy Kaling a film actor? And with Cara Delevingne, like, I was like, wait, what, like, Cara Delevingne, by the way, her dress looked spectacular. Looks, she's been looking looked great amazing, lately, and I think that her team was like, let's button you back up. Let's button yeah, you back after up. Her. Yeah, there she went through, of course, that phase where she was looking, you know, kind of. Well, like, she says she was like parts partying too much. She went to rehab. Yeah, she looked amazing. I think that Kara, I guess she's just like in the industry. Mindy is definitely in the industry. She had that show, that new show, Velma, and also Sex Lives of College Girls is a hit. So I think it's just like she was asked to present because she's like in the industry. I know? just keep thinking though, sometimes these people will pop up and I'll be like, that's it. Like Malala, ladies and gentlemen, Malala. Ozempic slay. Come on, by the way. Come on. We're allowed to say Mindy Kaling's probably on Ozempic. And oh, we're allowed to say Erica say. Jane is probably he's, on Ozempic. He's Erica Jane. Who else? Oh, Aisha um, Curry. Steph Curry's wife has been looking so skinny lately. You know who admitted it? Margaret Margaret Josephs from Jersey admitted it. Like people, she's like, yeah, of course I do. You know, like, Good like for her. Some like I the people that admit it are just like, yeah, I am doing this. A lot of people say that I actually am doing it for a health reason. But uh, I just find that very like Minnie Kaling. She's been trying to like she's talked about her dieting and trying to lose weight and all that stuff. And it, it doesn't usually have somebody that's dieted a lot of my life. It doesn't just happen all of a sudden in your late thirties and forties. Like it weight just doesn't spill off, you know? Right. That's why it's like, okay. Yeah. It's pretty obvious. Mindy looks tiny. She looks tiny and I'm not saying she looks better when I say Ozempic slay. I'm just like making fun of her. Yeah. It's, well, uh, tonight's <laughs> Oscar broadcast was like sponsored by, like big, what it was sponsored by a pharma company. It was sponsored by uh, Pfizer. It was literally sponsored like Pfizer presents the Oscars, and I'm like, this is so dark. This, this is, is so dystopian. So, uh, it really is. Um, let's see. Uh, winding down. Um, Pope Francis. We don't want to do that. Yeah. Um, Hugh Grant. He was an asshole on the red carpet. Yeah, I saw that. I saw that. Uh, Olivia Wilde uh, was there. She celebrated her 39th birthday this week. Um, you know, Nicole Kidman and her husband still looking, by the way, Tom Cruise did not make it because he's shooting mission impossible over overseas, which I thought this, he is so celebrated for bringing, um, movies back. I thought he would be there to collect, you know, goodwill from people. Like, you know, I thought he likes, uh, he likes to separate himself from those in the biz. You know, like, that's that's what the church, what are they, what does the church call the people that are bad? Oh, uh, when they disconnect. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. The, uh, oh, suppressants. Suppre- so you, yeah, yeah. They don't want him there. When was the last time Tom Cruise went to an award show? Well, no, he actually went to the Producers Guild Awards that was never televised because they gave him an award and he spoke like, if you guys but remember it wasn't that televised, it wasn't televised, but you can there see you his go. speech on YouTube. But it reminded me of that when he, he got that Scientology award and the, 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 um, acceptance was like leaked. And he was like, you guys out there in the audience, you know, that like, if I pass somebody in a car that needed help, you know, only we Scientologists can help that person. We can like, like, it was just like, 
Like John Travolta, by the way, Scientology like John Travolta you like thinks that he can lay hands on people and cure them of things, like because they're at a certain like level of Scientology. So it's really fascinating when you get into the like you should read Going Clear. I think it's by um Lawrence. Anyways, g- great and book and great documentary. documentary on HBO. Yes, yeah, it's really fascinating because their beliefs and the levels, you know, they think they have certain powers at a certain point. Yeah. And I love to believe in that shit. So I'm saying when I get really insecure, I think Scientology could get me like that if I didn't have to pay money. Oh, God. Please no, Ryan. There are okay. other options. What's coming up for you this week, Sophie? What do we got? What are, what are, what, what stories are interesting you? And what are you, what are, and as, what are you watching? You always watch something weird. Oh, that, my God. I, mean, um, I have just been. Everything has been really, really, really crazy in my life lately. Um, my nephew was just born. I have a new nephew. By the way, yes, I saw the I saw on Instagram. Yeah, that was so cool. His name is Miles. I am so obsessed with him. I have not gotten to meet him yet, but I am going to Chicago hopefully next weekend to finally I meet him. I love that. I'm so excited. I am also um my boyfriend and I just signed a lease. So we are going to be moving in on April 1st on April 1st so it's coming up is it real or is he pranking you like that Nick Cannon show oh my god what is it who wants to be my my baby daddy Uh, I don't know why that shows Manita what happened you guys oh wait I don't know my camera is all of a sudden pointing at somewhere anyways let me just take switch to a different camera Anyways. anyways wait so uh here i'll switch to a less high okay yeah so you're gonna move on april 1st and it's not a prank who yeah, this is real you've already found oh, a place ha, 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 ha. i just realized that no, april- I'm, not, I'm saying have you found a real place um yeah the apartment hunt has been very stressful but we have just signed our lease and we, we are finalizing it um with the rest of the it's always like so much it's like your deposit and first month's rent and all of that so that's what we're in the look middle at of you the all grown up this is so and who, are you gonna decorate it yeah of course yeah of course no but like are you gonna do that or is he, is he gonna help you or like do you um, already have plans it's be a collaborative effort my boyfriend is actually randomly very artsy and like and he's like not He's not like a creative, creative director type, you know, like men with creative director job titles. That's not him, but he's like low key artsy where he really appreciates art. Um, So, yeah, I feel like he's it's going to be a good collaborative um, effort. I love that. That's so cool. Yeah. I mean, everything. And you got miles. You got that. I mean, this is very, very exciting. Uh, I was just going to see what TV you were watching, but you got actual life things happening. That's huge. I'm trying to think of what TV, what TV, what TV, um, Outer Banks new season is a little slow for me. Not obsessed. Um, uh, what else? The, the second half of the U season four or is it? Yeah. I heard that wasn't good either. That's out. Um, I haven't watched the new episodes yet. Um, what else is there? I don't know. There's only only Vanderpump right now for me. Like, yeah, I, in fact, Vanderpump I was like going to look at something. Thinking of so, I went back and watched old episodes just because I was like, I'm thinking about it. Why not just go back and watch it? But I'll try to update with you guys other things, and hopefully, this story will start dying out. But I don't think I think we got some more information that'll probably come out this week. But I'll try to get back to some normal uh, uh, pop culture things. But everything I see, I related back to this Tom and Ariana thing right now, but. 
I hope everybody out there has a great week. This last week has been such a mess. I don't know if it for you guys as well, but I hope everything is great. Congratulations to Amanda, to Miles, to you and your dude, and to your mom, to the whole Ross family. It seems like you guys are thriving. And uh, also, just everybody out there, I I told you this last week, grab your boyfriend's phone or your girlfriend's phone or whatever and just say, sorry, this is for Tom Sandoval. I need to check it. I trust you, but I just need to check it. I need to make sure there's not videos yeah. of anybody named Rachel pleasuring themselves on here. I just be safe and just have it done. But this is blame Tom Sandoval. Yep. I, I fully support that. I fully support that. And I'm going to be doing that with my boyfriend's phone <laughs> first thing tomorrow morning. No, while he's sleeping, while he's sleeping right now. <laughs> well, okay. thank you, Sophie. I know this was so late for you, but it's so great to talk to you. I was really needing to talk to you about all this. So it just, I know. now it's real. Like now it's probably- real. There's probably a lot more that we like didn't get to cover, but no, no, this is it, yeah. listen. This was just fun. It's a great way to start the week. I have a fun time doing it. So great, uh, Sophie. Just go get sleep. Go get rest. You've got a big week ahead of you. I know. I'm about to pass out. I need a shower though. Okay. I need to get the plain germs off of me. But yeah, thanks, thanks, guys. Bye. 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 Uh, in recording. Betches.